Welcome to episode 275. In the beginning was the Word, and... The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I'm continuing on with spiritual audacity and King David, and we're going to look at what happened to Goliath. And I think if, if you've read any part of the Bible or grew up at church at all, even if you didn't, you know the story of King David and Goliath. But I'm going to get to the end so that we can finish this spiritual audacity with King David. I want to say that when I first started this podcast, I had absolutely no idea I could ever get to episode 275. This shows that if you just do a little bit every single day, you can do things. Given years, you can get you can accomplish things that you didn't think you could accomplish. And I want to encourage you or challenge you to just get after it. Whatever God's put on your heart, just start small. Just take a little step. If you're going to walk up 100 flights of stairs, it begins with the first step. I mean, you can't get to the top without taking that first step. And instead of worrying about how to get up to 100 flights of stairs, just take the first step and then the next step and then the next step. And before you know it, you'll probably be tired, but you can be at the top. It may take a minute or it may take all day, but who cares? If you're trying to get to the top of the building, it doesn't matter how long it takes unless there's a time limit on it. Just get it done. All right, now back to our episode. I've just started on YouTube, so I'm kind of new to this YouTube thing, teaching. I went live and did some things. I'm trying to figure out YouTubes, and it's it's not really that easy, but, you know, what is? So I'm going to just continue to do my podcast and have a video podcast because my son told me I needed to, and who am I to argue with my son? So let's get back involved in the King David thing, and we're going to be back in 1 Samuel 17, and I want to remind you, David had just spoken to Goliath. Goliath called him out and said, what am I, a dog that you come to me with sticks? And he, he was cursing David by his gods. And I believe, and I've said this on previous episode, but I believe that if King David would not have spoken his faith-filled words, that then David would have taken Goliath on by himself. He would have had to do it without God's help. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, and it's impossible to please God without faith. And I believe those things are there so that we act in faith. The just shall live by faith. There's a lot of things that require our faith. And if you want God involved, we have to exercise our faith. We have got to speak the word forth. Faith is voice activated. We've talked about this numerous times. We have examples in this world with Google and with iTunes and with Amazon. All of those have voice-activated searches or whatever you want to call them, but you can speak out to them and they will hear you. They're always listening, just like God, except they're not God. But there's a lot of people that buy those things and really like them. How cool would it be if you just started seeing that same with the faith that you use to speak to Alexa? You speak to God and you ask God, and God gives you the answers. And it says that we have the mind of Christ. And I'm not here to chase that rabbit or to talk about that. But you and I, a third of us, our spirit man is just like Jesus. 
So we've got to get that inside of us. We need to understand that. And the only way to do that is to read the word of God and to meditate on it and to get this in. But with David, David came at Goliath with just his faith in God and just knowing that he was under the covenant. He was under the protection of Father God. And he knew that there was one true God. And he knew that Father God would protect him just like he did with the lion and the bear. And so he had his experience, his life experiences that God had already saved him or allowed him to overcome his enemies by his faith and his action. And that's what we're going to talk about today, because you can't just speak it. And then I think a lot of us in the church, and I think one of the things that we've got to fix in the church, and I'm putting up air quotes, we have to fix this in the church, is instead of just talking about it, Instead of just praying, I know I've kicked this dead horse a hundred times, but I get so sick of seeing these little prayer emojis. And when people, they lift their little prayer hands and they do all this mess on Facebook or Instagram, whatever. I mean, I'm not against emojis, but if that's all you do, if someone needs prayer, or if you tell someone you're going to pray for them and you just hit them with the prayer emojis, you haven't done anything. All you've done is to put an emoji on there, just like a you know, just like the throw up emoji or just, I mean, it doesn't matter. It, it had nothing happened because you did not take the time. And I would encourage you that if you see something on Facebook, I would encourage you to now start private messaging them, get their phone number. If you have their phone number, pick your phone up and call them and say, Hey, I want to pray. I saw that you're having this need. I believe faith is voice activated. You don't have to tell them this, but you can in your mind know that faith is voice activated and then you just pick up the phone and call and say, hey, I want to pray with you. I saw on Facebook that something happened or I saw on Instagram and I just want to pray. I just if, if you don't mind, I'd love to pray for you and I'd love to just comfort you as best I can. Maybe they won't. Maybe they will. But I don't think they're going to say no and hang up the phone. So anyway, all of that said, sorry, my soapbox. And we're going to get into that a little more. But David used his words, but he didn't stop there. David didn't just sit in a pew David didn't just sit in the crowd. David got on the field of battle and he went and used his faith and his faith-filled words and he put action to it. And that's where we are today. 1 Samuel 17, 48. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David that David hurried and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and he slung it and struck the Philistine in the forehead so that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell on his face to the earth. So David prevailed against the Philistine with a sling and a stone, and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood over the Philistine, took his sword, and drew it out of its sheath, and killed him, and cut off his head with it. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled." And I know that's a mouthful, but I needed you to see David in the previous, if you go to the previous episode, you can see where David countered what Goliath said to him. And it was, it's my teaching that I believe that if David wouldn't have said that, then he'd have been fighting Goliath on his own. But when he spoke those words of faith and he actually said, and I'm going to take your head from you. And he didn't even have a sword. Those were faith-filled words. And I believe that God loved hearing that. I believe that's why God said David was a man over after his own heart, is that David was not afraid to speak out loud. He was not afraid to go against the crowd. The crowd in Israel was cowering in fear. And so he's going against the crowd. He's not doing the popular thing. He's not 
cowering and being scared and wondering what who's going to save them. No, David went out and he took care of business, but he spoke at first and then he takes off running. I want you to see that he didn't just walk and he was afraid. This young man was fired up and he got after the giant. He went full speed. He went as fast as he could go, I believe, in, in control going at the battle. He wasn't going to sit around and I think probably knew he could get more momentum. I've never really slung a slingshot. So he probably took off running and he just threw it as he was running. And God, I think, either directed him or David with his practice knew exactly what he was doing. Either way, the rock hit the forehead of the giant where he did not have a helmet. And I want to remind you that Goliath came out with an armor bearer. So there was a guy with a shield holding this shield up in front of Goliath. We don't talk about that a lot, but there was another guy helping Goliath. Goliath had help. David had help. And David took Goliath out. And when he saw that he didn't have a sword, he knew he'd already said, hey, I'm going to take your head off. So he hadn't finished yet. He killed him. I think the giant was dead. I think that thing just, just crushed his skull and just dropped him like a bad habit. But he, David still had work to do. And so he ran, got the sword. I'm thinking he knocked the armor bearer out of the way, grabbed his sword, and chopped the giant's head off. I believe that's what you and I need to do. We're going to go real quick to James because that's our next scripture in this. We're going to bring a little Old Testament, New Testament into this thing. James 2.17, thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe there is one God? You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works? And by works, faith was made perfect. And I want to stop there. I know I have superior reading skills. But I just wanted to put that into context. David had the faith. David spoke out his faith. But then you got to put your faith to action. And that's what I'm doing every Wednesday. And when this thing airs, I will have already attempted again to walk on water. Hopefully I'll come and I'll tell you to go watch the episode because I did not fall through. I stayed on the top of the water. Faith without works is dead. You can say it out loud, but until you put it to action, it really doesn't mean anything. And I'm going to go to one more scripture before we close, and it's in Mark 7. And this is where Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all those other C's there. And he was telling them, I'll just read it. It's Mark 7, 6. He answered and said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men, the washing of pitchers and cups, and many other such things you do. He said to them, All too well you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your traditions. And then I want to skip to 13. Making the word of God of no effect through your traditions, which you have handed down, and many such things you do. And I think that Jesus was talking to you and I, and I think this praying hands thing kind of gets all over me. It's one of the reasons is because there's no action. There's nothing taking place there. There's no battle going on. We ain't kicking the crap out of Satan or his imps. We're not taking our authority. We're just putting up 
emojis. And that's got to stop. And prayer lists. I don't want to make this sound condemning, but if you've got your name on a prayer list or if you've got a prayer list that you pray over all the time, I'm not against you praying. In fact, I think you need to pray every day. I think you need to be thankful to God. We may teach on prayer down the road, the prayer list. But I do not see anywhere in the Bible where Jesus said, hey, don't worry about healing them. Put them on a prayer list. Or the only way to heal them is to put them on a prayer list and beg God to do it. No, he did not do that. Jesus got on to his disciples when they didn't heal. Jesus was compassionate. Jesus was love. But Jesus also was the truth. How long am I going to suffer with you? We need to get involved in this life, in this faith walk. And I don't want to be condemning. I don't want to sound condemning. God loves you. God is love. God's not angry at you. He's not even a little bit upset. But in order to please God, it's impossible to please him without faith. So if we're trying to please God, we've got to use faith. And it doesn't take any faith whatsoever to write someone's name or someone's prayer request down on a piece of paper. What takes faith is telling someone, hey, the word of God says that you are healed. And I believe that if I put the name of Jesus on whatever's going on, your mountain, say it's a cancer, say it's a broken arm, or say it's a shoulder that's out of our back or, or anything, blind eyes. I mean, we're talking about real live stuff that Jesus told his disciples to heal, and Jesus went on healing. And again, I want to remind you of John 14, 12, where he said, most assuredly, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. And there are people that say, no, all of that went away with the apostles. Really? I still see people getting healed all over the place on in Africa, in South America, in other ministries. There's people being healed. There's phenomenal things happening. And then there's a few Christians that say, no, that went away with the apostles. And I'm not here to fight any Christian. I'm here to fight the punk. I'm here to fight the principalities, the powers, the rulers of this age, and the spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. That's who I'm fighting. And if you want to come against me, go ahead. I don't care. But the word of God tells us to heal them. Jesus told his disciples, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, freely you receive, freely give. So we are to freely give to one another. And my camera just shut down. That's why I don't do video. So let's pray real quick. I am sorry I went on a tangent. God, I thank you so much for your word. God, I thank you for your example. And I thank you for encouraging, empower, and inspiring me and this listener to get after your word and to walk by faith and not by sight. God, I thank you. I love you. I ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for being a part of this. And I look forward to visiting with you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.